It's Wednesday, the 8th of February, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories in five minutes. Story number one is a big one. The Reserve Bank has made it clear, unfortunately for mortgage holders, that there are more interest rate hikes in the offing after lifting the official cash rate yesterday for the ninth successive time. Yes, the official cash rate is now 3.35%. Less than a year ago, it was 0.1% with little prospect of rising. That means standard variable lending rates on home loans are in the 6 or 7% range. Michael, another way of thinking about it, someone paying off a 25-year loan worth $750,000 is now paying about $1,360 more per month than they were last April. Governor Philip Lowe said the bank is committed to ensuring the current period of inflation is only temporary, meaning further increases in interest rates are needed in coming months. He said the central bank will be keeping a close watch on the global economy, household spending and the outlook for the inflation and labour markets. We've all been hoping that we're getting to the end of this rate hike cycle, but it's really clear from yesterday's announcement that the Reserve Bank, or at least to the Reserve Bank, inflation is the worst of all economic evils. And that's what Dr. Lowe and his team want to sort out, even if it risks a recession. The governor said the path to achieving a soft landing remains a very narrow one. Wasn't a lot of love around the place yesterday for this one. Let's start with the investors. There was a spike in bond yields, which suggests fixed income investors think there are more rate rises on the way. The Aussie dollar rose. Treasurer Jim Chalmers said the government understood the pressure and had a plan to deal with it, but then he blamed the opposition for it. Business groups like the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry said that it would slow down economic activity, while the Australian Council of Trade Unions suggested that the rate rises risks pushing the economy off a cliff. All right, big story there, Sean. Story number two today is really a couple of big companies that have both announced results. Let's start with Macquarie Group. How about this? It has about $12.5 billion of cash on hand just in case of something that the group wants to buy. That's exactly right. Chief Executive Shamara Wick-Ramanayaka said the group is well-placed to capitalise on volatility in markets and said there are three areas she's interested in expanding into commodities and global markets. Well, not expanding into, expanding their already sizable footprint, commodities and global markets, the funds management business and banking and financial services. On that last area, there was plenty of speculation around yesterday that Macquarie could consider buying a smaller bank in Australia. Just speculation, I hasten to add. The other top 15 company to report yesterday was Transurban, the biggest toll road operator in the country. Now, it's been run by a guy called Scott Charlton for the last 11 years. He stepped down. One thing he did say yesterday is that the company is experiencing traffic flows about 6% higher than pre-COVID levels. Rebounds more so in Sydney than Melbourne, but what that says is traffic is back, tolls are higher. Great for shareholders, not so much for commuters, Michael. (laughs) No, I don't think so. Sean, story number three, a little bit of politics. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese met with his New Zealand counterpart, Chris Hipkins, in Canberra yesterday, and Albo gifted Hipkins (laughs) some of his favourite Aussie records. Yes, that was the New Zealand Prime Minister's first overseas visit since taking the job a fortnight ago. He's walking away with records by Thelma Plum, Alex the Astronaut, and Gang of Youths. Fair bit of angst in those ones, I'd say. On a more serious note, the two leaders discussed climate and security cooperation. Hipkins said China will continue to be an important trading partner for New Zealand, but the Kiwis will stand up to Beijing when needed. 
Otherwise, in federal politics yesterday, Michael, the coalition said it will oppose the government's bill to set up the machinery for the voice referendum unless key amendments are supported by Parliament. The Greens have said they'll support the referendum and Australia will give $10 million in humanitarian assistance to support people affected by the devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. The number of dead is now 4,000 and counting. Very sad. Yeah, sure is. Story number four, Sean, plenty of people might have received a bit of a surprise check in the mail, which doesn't happen very often, but it's good news from health insurers because they've delayed raising their premiums after agreeing to a below inflation increase, making good on their promises not to profit from the pandemic. During COVID, members made far fewer insurance claims because of difficulties accessing treatment. And the insurers said they won't profit from that. Australia's biggest health insurer, Medibank, said it will delay increases for two months. NIB Holdings will delay until September. Bupa said it will delay until July. Now, the Health Minister, Mark Butler, has approved average increases of 2.9%. That's well below the 10-year average of 4.4%. Next time you're getting annoyed at your insurance company, just remember the health insurers are doing the right thing at the moment. Sean, story number five, the ridiculously popular AI chatbot, ChatGPT, is about to get a new serious competitor with Google unveiling its software nicknamed Bard, B-A-R-D. Google is directly taking on ChatGPT, which has been used to generate essays, songs, news articles, plenty of things in the last few weeks. ChatGPT was created by AI startup OpenAI, which has received billions of dollars worth of investment from Microsoft. According to The Australian, Google has reportedly brought its founders, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, back for meetings to help refine the tech giant's AI strategy as the competition heats up. Now, it's been described as an experimental conversational AI service, but it looks like chat bot wars have started. <laughs> Is that a sentence you ever thought you would say, Sean? I'm not even sure I know what it means, Mike. <laughs> there we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Wednesday, the 8th of February, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget as well to check out our sister podcast, How Do They Afford That? Today's episode is really an introduction to investing in shares, basically how to do it. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the fast. Five by fear and greed. Have a great day. Hold up. 